pleased to be talking to our latest GP, it's Dr. Pritesh Marar. Dr. Marar, you're very welcome at my specialist GP. Well, thank you. So I thought it'd be lovely to um, talk to you a little bit so that patients um, know who you are and why you're here. Um, so maybe you could um, tell us why you decided to become a doctor. Oh, yeah. Well, um, gosh, well, that goes back um, many years now. Uh, I qualified from St. George's Hospital in London, and that was back in 2006. Um, my reasons for becoming a doctor back then, well... I, I enjoyed the sciences, um, I didn't want to be stuck in a laboratory, and I wanted to engage with other people and human beings, and um, and uh, I suppose being a doctor involves some degree of detective work, um, hunting the diagnosis, coming to a diagnosis and treating accordingly, all of these things were really appealing. I had no family members who were doctors, so I had to do a lot of the sort of the background research on my own. I did some work experience in a, uh, the Institute of Neurology in London. I, I went to, to Africa, uh, Zimbabwe, where I, I did some volunteering there in a rehab centre. And, and the more I learned, the more I wanted to do it. And it was, um, it was a done deal at that point. Um, I got a place in medical school after, no doubt, a number of failures. You know, it, it's, no, it's no easy task to, to get into medical school, but... Um, um, managed to get a secure a place at St. George's, an unconditional offer, interestingly, because uh, I'd secured my A-levels at that point. And um, yeah, and then uh, went straight through and qualified in 2006. Great. And so initially, I think um, you weren't looking perhaps at that point to be a GP. What was your focus then uh, in being a doctor? Well, gosh, uh, you know, at that point, your your rotations, I suppose, and your exposure is very much in the hospital the secondary care setting well, well it was for me it may not be that that way anymore but um i i i suppose i i really enjoyed at that point the uh the exposure i was getting in surgery and in particular general surgery um gosh opening up abdomens uh, performing big procedures uh, the this sort of direct exposure to pathology um using your hands all of these things were just fascinating um, and uh, what I did was I, I catered my sort of junior rotations uh, in and around the, the, the theme of surgery. Um, so I secured a, a training post um, in core surgical training, um, which, which uh, revolved around a number of different specialties, vascular, general surgery, urology, orthopedics, and so on. Um, and I, and I, I suppose I took a, a, a liking towards general surgery at that point. I, I felt that it was really interesting. There was a, a sort of a diagnostic, um, um, diagnostically it was challenging, um, whereas with the other specialties, you somewhat knew the diagnosis and it was more about the treatment. Um, but when somebody comes in with abdominal pain and you, you have to open the abdomen and you don't quite know what's going on until you're in there. I, I found that really interesting. So um, I, I, I did some training in general surgery that led to a stent of research as well. Um, oh, what I, kind of research were you involved in? Well, I, I, I focused my research on surgical outcomes, um, in particular focusing around um, the, the outcomes of, of patients who are undergoing surgery for inflammatory bowel disease. Um, and this was based with Imperial College uh, and St. Mark's Hospital in London. Um, and yeah, uh, it was uh, a stent of time of research. Uh, 
which uh, which led to a number of publications, presentations, and I was awarded a, a doctorate at the end of it, a PhD. Um, but a time of immense change as well, I would say, in my life. Perfect. So it sounds like you've really got a fantastic understanding of um, perhaps patients with abdominal conditions uh, and bowel conditions. Is that what you'd particularly like to treat that type of patient here at the practice now you're here? I think I think I'd be very comfortable um, with with uh, dealing in those sorts of conditions. Yes, uh, sort of uh, GI, I suppose, gastrointestinal, uh, surgical, um, with a focus on abdominal surgery as well. Um, so I think uh, I think yes, I I would I would be able to sort of advise and guide appropriately, and perhaps refer on appropriately if if needed. Um, That's yeah. great. Um, so obviously at that time we've just talked about you doing surgery and research what led you then to become a a GP? Well it was a time of immense change Um, you know I think I think um, from the sort of uh, personal standpoint I'd become a father Um, I have two children who who are now taking up the majority of my time Um, and and uh, and I had I had um, elderly parents with not much support outside of, of um, as in no brothers or sisters to help really. So, so dealing with the challenges of frailty, disability and so on were also there. And I suppose my, my, my requirements of a skill set changed. I, I needed a more, a better understanding of generalism. Um, and, uh, and it seemed to make sense to move into a specialty that would cater for that. And, and, so I moved into, I, I obtained a, uh, a training VTS scheme, we call it, with Wessex, uh, and I completed my, my CCT, so that's my completion of training, and, and that was in 20, gosh, 2019, December 2019, I went into it in 2016, completed in December 2019, and it was a fascinating time, you know, I, I'm suddenly understanding about child health, I'm understanding things when it comes to care of the elderly. Um, women's health, men's health, and, and all these aspects of, of generalism, mental health, um, which, uh, which, was, uh, which I knew not only would support me and my family members, but more importantly would support my patients as well. Um, and I, I, I used that time as well to complete some fellowships. I, I did a fellowship with um, the uh, CCG, um, it was a leadership fellowship, so so this was during my my training scheme. Um, I gained an understanding of leadership and management. Um, I I presented some work at the RCGP. Um, I I still have this sort of ongoing interest in in surgery and how we can integrate our understanding of generalism um, in surgery as well, and and how in turn that can improve outcomes. Um, so I, I did some work on this this uh, project um, looking at prehabilitation. Now prehabilitation is a uh, essentially it has to do with the fitness of a, a patient in the run up to receiving a surgical procedure and how how that fitness can go on to improve their outcome. So a lot of it revolves around exercise, physical activity in that preoperative period. Um, smoking cessation, lifestyle changes, and so on. So I think that would be a really good topic for another um, podcast, which we will do, because that sounds a fascinating topic. So Dr. Moir, thank you so much for talking to us, and we look forward to you seeing our patients here. Thank you very much.